what's up everybody happy wednesday thursday happy thursday it's been a crazy week i'm gonna be live with my co-host kyle wilson today i'll bring him up in just a minute i do want to say today we're going to be talking about some pretty crazy stuff that's happening on in the nft and crypto market uh first and foremost btc nfts these are called btc ordinals have been popping off we're going to talk about that in a bit but there's been a record sell today with one of them selling for $215,000. That's 9.5 BTC. Uh, so we're going to talk about the BTC punks in a bit. We're going to talk about some recent VV drama you know, in here as well, and just some other things that are going on in the crypto NFT market, like some major news, like is the SEC going to ban staking, where it's at with that, and a lot of other things. So without further ado, let's bring up the man himself. What is up, my fellow DJ and dad, Kyle Wilson? Hey, what's going on? How are you doing today? good man i'm good how are you <laughs> i'm great i'm great yo what's up to chat we got we already got all chat gaming was here before we even started got daniel marquez always here always important and of course the one and only sleeping comics he's not sleeping right now he's up awake and ready for the stream uh best stream on youtube let's go thank you so much sleeping kyle looking fresh man did you just get a haircut uh yeah i got one last week it's been a while but uh yeah um appreciate that is that yeah, for sleeping. the uh, the announcement that you have that you might or might not be uh, be working on a, a big time show now? Oh uh, yeah, I'm working for Paul Barron. So, yeah. So if you did, if people in the audience didn't know, now you know Paul Barron Network. If you haven't, some people may have not seen him, but a lot of VV people probably have seen him by now. Um, I've been on his channel quite a bit, and now formally work for Paul Barron. Yeah, so. You know, okay, I'm gonna research. I'm gonna ask it before chat does. So let's just be real. Does Paul Barron own any Omi? Uh, I'm sure he does. I think he does. Pretty sure. Just want, just wondering. Yep. You know, just curious. He he has it added to his uh, crypto sentiment um like algorithm that he created. So oh cool. Yeah. So like if you join his like paid subscription, you get like access to the. To the sentiment tracker and ecomi is one of those tokens that they've added into that to, to track it you know sentiment mm. um amplification and overall crypto sentiment so it's kind of useful or it is i mean it's very useful if you're trading and swapping in and out of, of coins and crypto heck yeah man and are you you're like the metaverse guy yeah metaverse web3 gaming really crypto i've done a lot of research already uh written a lot of articles already um for his like you know substack and things like oh, that cool. so cool. yeah did a lot of dj work on the on the side for that as well so heck yeah man heck yeah i got some more people in chat pixel trader ao what's up thank you for being a youtube subscriber our youtube uh membership uh blockchain comics at the sec might announce a settlement today with kraken got splint saying what's up guys so thank you guys for all showing up in chat yeah there's a lot to talk about today kyle uh one of the biggest topics that i wanted to bring up just because like everybody slept on it uh, i made a video on it um, my, my boss is, uh, and my web three boss, uh, was like a, two weeks ago was like, Chris, you need to get in on these Bitcoin ordinals. And he's like a huge BTC guy. So like everything he says, like, obviously it's credible, but I'm just kind of like, oh, it's just BTC stuff. So like, of course he's going to be like all about it, you know, so I faded it. And then like the space we run on NFT now, uh, got like 500 people in attendance and the ordinals went from the narrative right now for those watching that haven't watched my video the narrative is that the first 10,000 of these ordinals uh are going to be like collectible and valuable that you know that's again that's a narrative that's not like financial advice that's not whatever that, that's a narrative 
Uh, so people just started minting these things, man. They started minting like crazy. And what an ordinal is, to my knowledge, and th this gets a lot deeper and more techy than than my understanding, Kyle. Like I'll just be straight up with you. But basically, so these are the first ordinals or like orders of relabeling a Satoshi on Bitcoin mainnet. Okay, so there was already Stacks ecosystem to where you could own NFTs on Bitcoin, and Stacks is a layer one point five. You know, we'll just call it layer two for lack of better words. Uh, but this is actually on the main net because you're actually relabeling what a Satoshi represents. Um, so this is a big deal and they found out how to do it and they did the first 10,000. And within this 10,000, there's projects. There's like three major projects, but one of them is CryptoPunks. Um, and if, if you're watching this or uh, Kyle, I know you already know this, but like, uh, Ethereum is like the go-to place for NFTs because Ethereum is secure. Ethereum is like safe it, uh, as far as, you know, crypto is concerned. But BTC is still king at the end of the day. So as far as like permanence goes, uh, maybe like storing digital artifacts um, and having this like secure network that 500 years from now, generations can come and look at these silly little JPEGs. It sounds like Bitcoin might be the place to do that. Now, now there, there's like a whole argument around this. I'm not saying that this is going to eliminate ETH or any other NFTs, but that's kind of like the popularity behind this right now is, is the security and the stability of Bitcoin. Uh, all that being said, I know I just talked a lot. What, what's your thoughts on all that, Kyle? Man, there's, there's actually a lot to talk about here, you know, because this opens the door for a lot of different things to happen. And who's to say what could happen and transpires over the next you know decades years to come because of this kind of um ordinals you know that are being minted here um and a lot of people like especially the bitcoin um maximalist or whatever there's actually different breeds so i kind of i found that out this week <laughs> yeah I, I was a big part of that community early on and um, the whole segregated witness, the whole uh, segwit move that was a huge huge deal um that went on that kind of like was the step one of allowing some of this to happen on on chain because it allowed you know kind of that raw data to be um broadcasted to bitcoin and fit in a block but taproot was another step two kind of what laid the groundwork for this ordinal technology to be yep. implemented and uh greater data size a data set raw data being implemented on that mainnet like as you mentioned um so not only that, you probably have like three or four different camps of Bitcoin uh, groups that are saying, you know, the first one being the most pure, saying like, oh, Bitcoin at its core. Some people didn't even accept, accept SegWit and still don't. Like they're like, I still hold the original Bitcoins from the original chain. I'm not let going of it. Even in Ledger, it still says Bitcoin legacy uh, mm -hmm. wallet. So it, it, same with Ethereum. So some of these people will say like, no, I have the original Bitcoin and that's going to be worth more than the actual SegWit Bitcoin. So interesting, like whole different camps here. Then you have SegWit people. Then you're going to have all these other people saying these NFTs or they're not really NFTs. They're like, like you mentioned, artifacts, if you will, uh, on the Bitcoin blockchain. Um, my, my whole thing and my take on it is like, what does this mean for, you know, accessibility in terms of, you know, artists to the Bitcoin blockchain? What does that look like? What doors does that unlock in kind of this Bitcoin metaverse play, if you will? So that's that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out long term. Yeah, so man. Like people, if they know you have a Satoshi with this art that's attached to it, 
Um, you can still trade that Satoshi for that Bitcoin price. That doesn't change. It just has this added piece of art to it now that's like, whoa. And, and, and this is different from NFTs that are based on Ethereum. Um, and Chris, you can probably get into the IFPS and all that stuff where it's hosted. Um, then you have Arweave. But with the thing, like you said, is like the permanence of of these ordinals is completely different, changes the game and uh, makes it very interesting. Like you mentioned, uh, some of these like, you know, decentralized like file system are based like hash based systems. So they could technically still go offline if there wasn't like mm -hmm. people backing that um, system. But with Bitcoin, it's just there. It's just on chain. And so that that's what makes it very interesting. Yeah, and that's like the best way I can think of is permanence because like you said, at the end of the day, wherever you store these files at is likely to go down, especially on centralized servers. Uh, and then obviously there's like different layers to that. But actually having these on Bitcoin is like pretty crazy. Um, and one of the first arguments that I saw was like, what if people uh, like put like exploit, like exploitive stuff on there? You know, like what if they put like porn or like even deeper like what do they put like i don't even want to say right, that loud. Yeah. like dark really dark stuff, stuff. Yeah, right, yeah really yeah. bad stuff on there um this is where it gets more tech than i understand but basically there's ai systems in place um to be able to filter that and like not allow that to be stored on there which is interesting again that's where it goes a little bit over my head uh but there is a system in place to not let that happen which is good because I was even right. thinking, you know, like uh, Trevor, he's not a uh, he, he's not a parent. And one of the first things he, he said, like jokingly, was like, I could put my kid's picture on. Not in a bad way, obviously. I could put my kid's picture on Bitcoin. And he could grow up and see that he was like one of the first pictures like Bitcoin. And in the back of my head, I'm like, what if your kid doesn't want? I mean, again, his kid doesn't, you know, he doesn't have a kid. But like, what if your kid didn't want that? You know, and now their their image is just forever stored on bitcoin you know like yeah, what do you do yeah. what do you do at that point i don't know i just feel like that's like a whole new level of like uh ethics or like uh, systems we're gonna have to have in place to like protect people yeah well you're talking about that even like beyond that is like what about our world leaders or our you know really significant historical people in real life like before yeah we could broadcast it to the internet but like what if an emp bomb drops on the, the servers and then that wipes all that out where people like what we've seen uh, just recently, not to bring up like a too hot topic, but we saw people like tear downs. This happens all the time, by the way. People start tearing down art, statues, ruining art. That stuff doesn't last. And we know this with comic books. So as an example, um, so that does make an interesting case where, you know, maybe it's more permanent now and you kind of know what they look, you they, what they actually looked like in real life. And let's say in 100, 200 years. I mean, I don't expect the internet to go down. And I, you know, I, I don't think it ever would, but Bitcoin in, at its core is completely decentralized, the most decentralized um, ledger in the world. So it's, it's web three, baby. It is, you know, like, honestly, like if you're trying to explain the difference between web two and web three, it's this conversation. Would, would you agree? Like, like that's a big, big gateway conversation into uh, explaining web three and the importance of it. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, we've been talking about this for a while. Let's go ahead and look at it. So as I mentioned earlier, there was a sale for 9.5 Bitcoin on one of these punks. Uh, and within the first 10,000 ordinals, there was different projects. One of them being punks. That's a $215,000 sale that somebody minted last week for 50 bucks. Just to let you know, I mean, or maybe a couple weeks. I don't know when their ordinal specifically was minted, but you could have got one of these for a stupid cheap. 
Um, and anyways, let, let, let's look at it. I can pull it up right now. Uh, and we'll look at ordinals. Uh, we'll look at like how what it looks like for them being uploaded. Uh, if you want to mint your own ordinal, you want to you want to inscribe your own ordinal. We'll show you how to do that. Uh, granted, I, I made a video on this. I highly recommend that you go watch it later because uh, it goes in a little bit more detail. But I will say, like right now, inscribing ordinals isn't really like a financial thing. You know, it could be. Uh, it's more so a like a, you, you inscribe something on Bitcoin. So it's not like everything you inscribe is going to be worth a lot of money one day. Uh, they're speculating that everything in the first 10,000 could be, uh, but that's already been done. That happened uh, last Wednesday. I think it was, no, last, it might've been last Thursday. Uh, I was in that space. No, God, it was this week. It was, it was Monday. We were watching it and Bitcoin blocks take a while, man. They take like an hour. And we were waiting for that top 10,000 to be minted. And the block got over, and it was nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. We're like, "Are you kidding me?" We we had to we had to push the space another hour to wait for that last uh that last inscription. And you know what it was, Kyle? Do you know what the ten thousandth inscription on Bitcoin mainnet was? Was it Pepe? It was a uh, paste white background with the number sixty-nine on it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's <laughs> the, uh... the most NFT thing ever, and um. I didn't. I won't go into this too much, but like we, there was, there is a lot of politics that you kind of mentioned uh, between maxis and and not maxis that I didn't realize existed. Um, and like one of those things is basically they just don't want JPEGs like convoluting their their network. Which at the end of the day, they don't really have a say in it just because they're mining it. You know, like it's still a decentralized network. So these are the punks. And, you know, they're no different than like regular punks. Uh, the floor price actually has been updated since this tweet. It's now at 4.2 BTC, which is 95,000. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just basic punks. If you want to actually look at the ordinals, it's it's honestly really hard to find this stuff. Uh, these are like the latest inscriptions that we can find. So it shows like the blocks that are going on. And you could obviously pick whatever block you want. So like go look at that block. Uh, and this is kind of like how the block would look on like that. But these are the recent inscriptions. Uh, and again, this is just random. A lot of this is AI. A lot of this is people minting their own punks. Which actually might be a play. I don't know. Um, there's could apes be. on here. Yeah, could be. Because it may, there, there's going to be so many narratives spun, man. Like, there's going to be like, well, technically, I had one of the first 10,000 punks, you know, inscribed. So maybe they're trying to do that or the first 10,000 apes or here's the Pepe cards or cool cats or whatever. Yeah, it, this is such a, a weird thing, right? And then this is really a game for serious uh collectors in the nft space some i think the best guys that will do well here are the uh nft art uh uh they're they they're nft i i can't remember the name um uh gosh what is what what's the name for when people go back in let's say like the the pyramid area and start digging up stuff um oh yeah Ar Ar yeah archaeologists yeah. so um, NFT archaeologists is what they're called. Yeah, there's a Pokemon. There's some unknown Pokemon on here. Speaking of archaeologists, that's funny. yeah. So archaeologists, there, there's NFT archaeologists that go back into the to the blockchain, different blockchains, and they'll do research and find out which is like the first NFT of all time, or like what makes them super significant. And I actually went down this rabbit hole and like you know listened to a lot of these people. They actually have their own server as well. Um, it's how I found out about crypto skulls, and I was one of the um, few people that knew about uh, CryptoBots, which was one of mm. the first play-to-earn games ever uh, in existence. 
or at least one of the more like advanced ones on Ethereum. And so, yeah, I, I see them being like the experts here when it comes to this. Um, and, and people that I've collected, like maybe Sleeping Comics might have some insight here. I'm not sure. Um, people that have real collectible collecting experience, I think will do really well um, when it comes to this. I agree. Them and the artist uh, will win probably at the end of the day. Yeah, artists. Yeah, for sure. As I far, like that. Uh, those Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I was saying because you're, you're talking about architect and unknown is kind of like a discovered Pokemon. Looks like um, a Zubat. So kind of. I, I thought that was kind of uh, relevant. It's a Gligar, I think is the name of it. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So I think I originally I have I favorited the tweet somewhere or no, I actually tweeted it about the uh, ten thousandth. Or no, I tweet a lot, so that doesn't say. You should go to. Uh, this, you should go. This is the ten thousandth ordinal. You should. Uh, you should go to Trevor's tweet. Um, that one I found pretty interesting about um, how he was talking about the sheer volume that this could bring. Like, if you only, if you had like forty nine percent of like people that, um, basically adopt it, or forty five percent, yeah, it's like pin, his pin tweet. As the uh, top, so one of my friends, well, I say friend, I met her in Miami and uh, her name is Grace and she would, she is an artist that built on the Stacks ecosystem. She actually made this crash punk that he has, but she also made uh, a project within the first 10,000 ordinals and it says, can't censor me. And it's a big middle finger. Uh, and <laughs> that, that, that's Trevor's background because Trevor, uh, Trevor's very level headed and he'll, he's he's very smart and he will argue with with a bitcoin maximalist like quite often but in a very like he used to i think he used to be a bitcoin maxi so it, it's interesting to hear him argue yeah. with it, it, i mean it's an interesting topic to get into that because there's many reasons why people are bitcoin purists like that to the hardest core um you know keep trying to keep like satoshi's vision like make sure it's like perfect but um it just can't be when you're looking at bitcoin at scale it says I pay the fees, uh, freedom to transact, can't censor me, um, <laughs> magic internet JPEGs. The whole point of this is like again, some people say that you're basically they don't they really don't want you making JPEGs on Bitcoin. So like this was like a stance against that. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, where's yeah, the I mean it at? can't be stopped. I mean this can't be stopped either way. I get the whole clogging of Bitcoin. That that was a big deal back then too is um i think it was his twin his uh pin tweet about the you know oh, the volume the adoption yeah but yeah that was a big deal back then is the reason why people were against like scaling the blockchain or bitcoin because like if you make the blocks too large like that can open up the the door for you know to fill up the blocks or the blocks would be too big and that's how bitcoin cash came to be is because their mm. blocks are, are larger, but it takes away from the decentralization aspect of that. Um, so people are just like kind of against like any changes to Bitcoin. So it is like one of those, like a bunch of different Bitcoin camps in a nutshell. Yeah, the tweet you, you wanted was the BTC ordinals open the overton window for Bitcoin liquidity to participate in supporting artists and culture. If more than 45% of Bitcoiners holder, holders take an interest in it, BTC ordinals will be bigger than ETH NFTs. This doesn't even count supply constraints of ordinals. 
but yeah, that's, I mean, 45% is a pretty big amount though, but, um, it's a fair, yeah, that's, a fair that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. yeah. But that makes sense. It's a fair argument. I mean, I, I don't think it even has to be 45%. I think if you cut that in half and, you know, or you get people from Ethereum coming over. And I think he mentioned that in a thread, like he's like, this isn't even counting, you know, artists that may come to ordinals as well. So, um, something to also consider. I mean, there's a lot of different users on like Avalanche, uh, Arbitrum, many other blockchains that are doing stuff over there. And then they could get interested in this, for example, and this could cause like network effect. For sure. Last thing we'll say on it, because we have a lot of other topics to talk about today, is uh, this was really hard to do like a couple weeks ago. So, of course, everybody was like, oh, man, if only I would have known about it, I would have did it. I did know about it and I obviously like I, I slightly faded it, but like it was, it would have taken like the average person probably like three to five hours to figure all of it out. But now there's a bot for it. So like you could literally just go to Satoshiables, click on the bot and you just drag and drop an image. You give your BTC address and then you submit and pay the invoice and then it sends it to you. And it's pretty cheap. It's like under 50 bucks uh, to do it. So, and then it kind of shows you can like change like how fast you want to get it. I tried to get one in before the first 10,000 of a coffee AI art that I made, but I, I wasn't able to get in. Um, but yeah, it's pretty easy to do now, but it wasn't originally. Nice. Yes, sir. But there is a lot more stuff going on um, right now. What, what I, I had it up. So what are we going to talk about next? There's Here's some of our topics. We have the Dookie Dash ended, and some people actually got caught cheating. So that's a pretty interesting subject. SEC to ban staking, and you brought up some old but new VV drama. Some, um, there's some know, VV drama going I, on. I know, I know you like to talk about the drama, so if you want to talk about the drama, you can talk about the drama. We're going to talk about it because uh, it's it. This stuff, you know, this stuff blows up on Twitter. So I know people like to like come into YouTube and be like, "Why would you guys talk about that?" It's like, well, it literally is viral on Twitter, and we're just bringing up what's already on Twitter. So, anyways, mm. all right, so talk about it. If you want to talk right. about this oh, okay. so bad. All right. So uh, Chris Chris really wanted to talk about this topic real bad, too. He told me how much he wanted to before the stream. Uh, but no, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I guess so. The GoChain founder um, obviously backtracked on, on some VB stuff. Apparently, I don't I like I don't know the full extent of the story because I typically am too busy to even really get into all this. But um, I see a lot of people weighing in on it on Twitter. Um, but yeah, like the the one of the founders of GoChain basically saying like what NFTs on, on VB, you know, on GoChain back way back in the day. So it kind of begs the question, were these the first of, of the, you know, FAs on the blockchain, that kind of argument. But at this point to me, it doesn't matter. It's on IMX right now. So long-term, this doesn't matter in my opinion. Um, I think the VB NFTs do matter long-term because uh, we've already, we're already seeing it right now. Like people are like, well, wax blockchain technically has the first of xyz character but nobody really cares like they just care mm -hmm. about the what's the most premium um most his historically significant one and i believe a lot of those are on vb so but yeah somebody found and dug up like some old tweets from go chain and it was like retweeting like ikomi uh tweets from way back in the day saying like happy to have you on go chain like yo we're super excited to have you know vb on go chain blah 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 um, so people went back and dug this up, you know, once again, um, NFT archeologists here, people digging stuff up <laughs> here. 
uh, because it is a bear market. I see a lot of people going back, digging a lot of old stuff up right now because there's more time to. But yeah, in a nutshell, um, Hello K even uh, chimed in on this one and said, you know, VE was like GoChain's biggest client and left for IMAX. The guy from GoChain was close with the same dude who was, I guess, is and suing them or so. I don't know about that, but. Uh, common sense dictates that there's a motive there now try and make vv look bad haha ha. that's what k said not me um just reporting the news here um he does seem to have a point there though um where do you say so, that i'm trying to pull up the tweet oh it's the original tweet i sent you yeah with the go chain uh, i was yeah, just on yeah now. just scroll down yeah he's oh right there. okay yeah um yeah so i mean it is one of those, like, I've seen people weigh in on this on Twitter, like, today and yesterday. Um, I Again, I don't think this matters either way. It's on Immutable X. Um, even, like, people that claim to know a lot about Immutable X really don't because they don't understand how StarkNet and StarkWare works. They don't know how Volition rollups, ZK rollups, and um, anything like that works and how there's, like, the prover system. They don't know how any of it works, but they're out here trying to say Immutable X NFTs aren't real without really knowing how the entire how it actually works as a layer two so um there's different levels of fud here um this one's like a like chris you mentioned it before stream this is like a old old piece of fud brought anew and kind of refreshed again so anyway something to talk about in the dv community there's always something going on it seems like but anyways that's i will all I say i will say new to me is so is go chain suing vv no, I, I I don't think so. It was just uh, I I don't know anything about that. Um, that would have to be K to bring up on on stage and talk about. But yeah, because sure. it says it literally says K said left for the IMX plus the guy from GoChain. I think he's talking about the same ben. dude who was who was is suing them. Yeah, uh, I think we don't mention that name on this channel. Sorry. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I don't want to get too far into that, but I think you know those You're two gonna, were. You're gonna make me. You're gonna include me on the lawsuit. Keep on dropping names. No, like that no, no channel, yeah. Bro. I mean, this is just on Twitter. <laughs> this, is, this is stuff I know. Like, this is just stuff on Twitter. Uh, I don't know. Like, they can go find the tweets themselves. But um, supposedly, yeah, those two were were working close together. Mm. Um, so yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. But yeah, I mean, this is like. 2021 stuff being rekindled so i don't know man i don't yeah. know it, it, but it, 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 more well, fun topic are, the, the reason <laughs> why is because like the the whole fa argument is being brought up again chris is like you know are these the real fas um does fa even matter and some dude said like fas are a scam on vv to me that makes absolutely zero sense like <laughs> I don't know. It's just it to me. Some of this stuff is just silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what brought this up again? Like what, what was the like original, like, like did go chain, like trash talk BB recent recently or yeah. Like, yeah. Missing? So the old co-founder or I don't know if he's still the founder or not. Apparently was like kind of popping off on Twitter about like, Oh, they, uh, I don't even know if they were on, even on GoChain. It's like, he would know he's the founder. How would we, how would he not know? Um, I don't know. Oh. I don't know exactly what was <laughs> said true. verbatim, but yeah, Travis, I think his name is, was the guy on Twitter tweeting about, you know, basically kind of low key fighting VV. Um, I, again, I Travis don't know what Scott. exactly he said, but Travis Scott. Tra yeah. I don't even know the guy's name. It's just this stuff. Like I just see on Twitter. Oh, I got you. 
Um, it was I don't his think, Twitter I don't account. Think it's, I don't think it's Travis Scott. Again, I like to me. I don't dig into this stuff because it's irrelevant to me. Um, even if you do look at IMX, um, they still are FAs on IMX either way because VV minted them uh, pre Christmas um before any other like project really had any of these nfts anyways um and even then you can still run the argument well it's still fa like 3d statue in augmented reality so that makes it like insanely more fa than anything else so i I don't know i don't know it's just it's just silly to me i i get where they're coming from but to me it it, that's that's not gonna hold that you can't like if you were to present that to a judge in court they would kind of laugh at you and be like really here like I see your point, but it, when the long term is going to show that that's not going to matter. Oh, <laughs> me the clown. I'm not reading that out loud. That's for Kyle's channel. Anytime you want to talk about that subject, go to Kyle's channel and he'll be happy to include himself in on the lawsuit. Uh, this is pretty cool. I haven't right. seen this yet. I but, am not uh, happy to do that. <laughs> but, yeah. It says, uh, this is let me introduce token hunter. It will let you find the token of a specific mint on immutable X uh, his past transactions and current current wallet is available to everyone. Hope hope it helps you find the mint you're looking for. That's pretty cool. All chat, all chat gaming knows what's up. He said Futters that joined in January. Yeah, there's one guy that joined the peak of the bull market, and he was basically saying you need to diamond hand your VV NFTs and not paper hand. And he was like the dude holding a FUD space like the other day, which was oh, I yeah, found was pretty funny. Fun. I, I found pretty funny. I mean, he was calling VV people like yeah, all these names, but. The history showed like kind of hypocritical. I don't know. There's some drama there. <laughs> so this is pretty interesting. I'm actually going to come back to this because I want to show you some other stuff with it. Uh, the the Dookie Dash ended yesterday and basically they did, they found out that some people were cheating. Go figure. Uh, but this is more than just cheating in a game. This is cheating for hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially. So this guy is a, what's he classify himself as? I think it's called a white cap hacker. Basically somebody who hacks stuff, but ethically uh, to like test it out and to be like on the good side for like better words. Um, he ran a script and he didn't release it until today uh, because the, it ended. So it doesn't matter any, anymore, but basically it let you go invisible and just kind of go through all the obstacles, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Let's just kind of go through all the obstacles and to where he like got a really good score. And he's just showing it off. Um, but they're thinking like some like major players use this, including uh, I need to find Mongrel. my my likes. Yeah, including Mongrel. Which Mon- yeah. if you're not familiar with Mongrel, Mongrel is a professional Fortnite player. I don't think Mongrel. I think his is legit personally. Uh, but I was just going to show you my uh, the, 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 the part of it. Let's see. I tweeted about it last night. Like I said, I tweet a lot, so it's kind of hard to find everything. Here it is. So Mongrel had the number one score on Dookie Dash. Uh, again, professional Fortnite player, 2 million followers just on Twitter alone. Uh, I thought this was pretty crazy. Basically, somebody clipped him just like going through a fan, uh, which was, you know, pretty nuts. And I know like, it's not out there for streamers to use uh, software to like cheat without it being detected on stream. Like that's a very common practice. A lot of streamers got caught and canceled for it, but I don't think mongrel falls under this, but uh, it's just kind of interesting. And then somebody under these comments, I don't even know where it's at. uh, Showed that showed that like they made scripts running 
like through this run that's a to be able to beat the high score so what what you guys going to try to do about it is basically if it can be confirmed that they cheated that pass is going to be set to zero and i don't think they get to mint but i i believe that's their course of action they tweeted about it recently yeah I, i'm very familiar with how this is going to go down this, so this is the same exact thing that happened with neo tokyo um when there's games there's going to be hacks there's going to be cheats you can't stop that um neo tokyo has dealt with this multiple times and we've actually already had our flappy bird style like dodge stuff so this is like coming after our game, like kind of mimicking exactly what we've done to mint like the hand of the Citadel, which is like a top five NFT in the entire collection. You get to mint one of the hands, but the problem is, is you get cheaters. And we had a cheater, uh, multiple cheaters that uh, were hacking the crab game, which is a squid game knockoff on Steam. Um, super goofy. It's hilarious. Um, recommend you play it for if you want to laugh your your butt off. But yeah, people were hacking that. Um, they got caught. You know, people were recording their gameplay. Um, this is again, this is just another case of where when you have high level NFTs and you have something to to win with a high value amount of money, there's going to be cheaters automatically. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen it in Call of Duty. We've seen it already in Web Two. So this is not a surprise here. And like you said, Chris, they're going to catch these cheaters and some. Some might slip past the goalie, unfortunately, but that's just how it's going to be. That's just how it is. Yeah, and it looks like if they do catch them, then what they're going to do is uh, just says that beware of buying a buying one that did cheat, but it doesn't actually say what they're going to do. I think OpenSea even detects like if it's linked to a cheating account somehow, some way. Yeah, and again, this doesn't really circumvent the seller either because they could technically just sell it on like looks rare. Um, I mean, there's other marketplaces they could sell this on. Most marketplaces, though, are pretty good at letting you know that it's flagged on at least OpenSea. So like, you can still sell it on those marketplaces, but the marketplace will have like a little thing beside it letting you know that this is flagged on another marketplace. Again, does that matter? I mean, people may buy it anyways. Um, oh yeah, people are gonna buy it anyways. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna mess some people up. Yeah. So in the in the scheme of things, some people are gonna get caught. Some people are not. Um, it's just how clever are you? And in Neo Tokyo, they actually encouraged cheating on one of the games. So they're like, oh yeah, if you cheated, like you you and you you posted the highest score, you're actually gonna get rewarded for that because that shows that you have developer prowess. You can read the code. You can hack. That we actually reward that. So. Um, that's another interesting thing that like maybe uh, Yuga will actually copy as well in the future. Like, oh, you didn't know you could cheat? Like, that's on, you know, good for you. Like, you're smart. Join yeah. our community because we want smart people in our community. Um, and that's originally how Neo Tokyo popped off is because we have a bunch of smart developers in our community now. Dude, that's a pretty con. I actually just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. It's a pretty common practice when it comes to like uh, hackers being busted by the government is depending on what type of hacking they're doing or what type of exploits, instead of being thrown in jail, a lot of them actually get recruited to the government and have to serve X amount of years to the government as a white cap hacker um, in instead of, you know, opposed to jail because like they're so, for lack of better words, useful. I mean, there's no quotes. They absolutely are useful. Like, I know somebody personally who was like, 
running a pretty big i say personally i know him from twitter and like we talk off we have talked in the past often but he was running a pretty big um uh what was it called not drug trafficking but it was some it was some big black market uh thing but he was he was the one that was basically just doing the code and like a lot of the back end stuff and uh he ended up getting arrested and but it, that happened to him instead of throwing him in jail he ended up working for the US government over the past few years he's uncovered like 120 um uh human trafficking cases of sex trafficking like he's been able to like hack in and uh and like help save mm -hmm. people so like yeah, he, i mean awesome. yeah like personally i think that's awesome because like hack you know, either he, either he sits in jail Oh, it might be a rug. Oh, I can I can hear you now, but you're like okay. you're yeah, you're yeah. like a transformer. You're like it, ooh, it, it. no, it's only during our live streams. I don't know. I had no no other time do I have internet issues. You you must be a hacker. You're the I one knew that, that like, I knew you're gonna blame you, me you, somehow. You, 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 hit, you hit a button when you're done with me. You're, talking, you're like my maybe. wife. You just blame me. <laughs> you know. What's that called when you uh ddos somebody ddos yeah ddos yeah, yeah. ddos me when I'm you're like I'm done with this conversation let me just hit this yeah. button yeah it'd be interesting though yeah if they reward I think it would be a good idea for Yuga to do that I mean obviously Neo Tokyo is kind of known for that um hopefully by now but um I mean one of their head of security guys or he like creates some of the like intricate games. He was actually uh, in Neo Tokyo playing the game and like cracking the codes, like super mm. brilliant guy. So if they do something, I wouldn't be too surprised. Um, again, NFT culture, NFT projects, really tight knit, smaller community, especially in the bear. I don't know if you've noticed that, but um, you'll see a lot of like carryover from a lot of different other projects in in the space in general. Omi the Clown said anonymous rugging Chris. Probably <laughs> Omi the Clown. He, I know he has capabilities to yeah, do it. He's like, it's that too clown, much. Man. <laughs> He's like sending Adidas. Hit that, hit that, hit that button, man. He, he got our IP and now he's now he's uh, DDoSing us. It's like, I wonder if I DDoS them, if it'll lag the stream out a little bit. Uh, so here's uh, here's like quick news from yesterday. Uh, nothing to do with the crypto market, just news news. Uh, in case you... <laughs> I love this dude. Uh, you can you can big tweet now. So like I, I sent out a tweet yesterday. This isn't a thread, bro. This is just a big tweet. <laughs> like it was. So oh, yeah. until yesterday, uh, yes, before yesterday, you could only send 280 characters hey. in a tweet. And in oh. this in this tweet, I sent 1,452 characters. I'll chat with the dono man. Dude, yeah, heck yeah, I'll chat. Thank you so much for the donation to the stream. Really appreciate it, and appreciate you being here since the beginning. Before you even started, I'll chat dropped in some fire emojis. So appreciate homie, you, man. Homies, always let's show, go. yeah, always showing up, man. Let's I really go, appreciate homies, that. Seriously. Go. So yeah, you can big, you can big tweet now, Kyle. Have you big tweeted big yet? Big tweet. Um, have, you, have you showed your big tweet yet? I, you know, I'll try to bring the big, big, big tweet energy today. Maybe. We'll <laughs> okay. See. Yeah, um, got, I did. I did comment on this. I did scroll down and and did you read my my tweet? Yeah, I bro. tweeted at you. Yeah, your tweet showed that you didn't see my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just posted exactly what you you posted there. Yeah. Oh, no. I read all that. I'm happy for you though. Or sorry that happened. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Everybody's gonna be sending this. Honestly, yeah. I, I stole I, that from you. <laughs> I, I wrote this 
to just really test out the feet. I mean, like it is what that's a real story, but like I was testing out the feature of the big tweets. So this is going to be interesting. Like, I hope that this isn't like, flood. I hope this isn't like flood my like feeds, you know, like I'm going through Twitter and then like, I see nothing, but like these really long posts, but like right now the format is you have to expand it. Yeah. I was about to say, they just said you, you, it'll just so show, show more and you'll click on that. So it'll still be like the same sandwich down, but you'll have to click show more. Oh, this was a, uh, we usually save this for the end, which granted we're kind of approaching there completely random. I did not plan on talking about this, but this was a really good tweet. This is talking about some of the catalysts that are coming up in the NFT space. Uh, wait, 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 before you start, before you start limit break, are they going to be on a Super Bowl ad or not? What's your thoughts on that? Curious. I think, yeah, I think they are. Cause you know, like I mean, NFTs are yeah. crypto bro. NFT, uh, as, as far as the Super Bowl knows, the Super Same. Bowl probably, I, I think they will. Things. I agree. I agree with you. I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that. I, I saw the, uh, so we, we have to chop that up. We have to dissect that just a little bit before you start on this tweet. No. Yeah. But, I mean, the, what Kyle's bringing up is the Super Bowl basically announced that they're not going to allow crypto ads, which is super dumb. And mm -hmm. limit break is going to, already paid for an ad where they are going to dollars. show off. Yeah. A million dollars and where they're going to show off their NFT project, which Kyle's back holding right now. So of course Kyle's going to be arguing for it. And this is the NFT project that we did give you guys the alpha on. Um, this was the uh, Digi Daigaku villains, but I mean Digi, Digi everything, the Digi Daigaku Genesis, which by the way reacted to this, um, is is going to be the Super Bowl commercial. Right now at point three, your boy sold at point five five, so I'm feeling so, but good. But the villains, people haven't unmasked their villains. There's only yeah. like seven hundred. Yeah, but that that limits the villains as one of the most like scarce collections technically because people haven't unmasked yeah. the villains yet. So pump, pump your bags, boy. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, 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 I wanted to re I wanted to rebuy at point two five. Uh, I just didn't, and I, I still don't know. If I'm gonna. The reason I didn't rebuy is because these ten percent royalties are a doozy. Uh, because like it, what you think about it, like I'm not gonna hold on to this. So and OpenSea has a 2.5% fee and then the creator gets 10%. I'm paying 12.5%. So like if I buy this it it needs to get up, go up 12.5% before I'm even profitable and that's not even counting like other things. Like uh yeah, and, and uh, people gas calls and stuff like that. Chris, just to just to like uh, I guess not just to add to that is people on VV are are kind of just so in this like capsule of VV that you just said there's a lot of fees and I named them all off. So not only is there fees on VV, there's fees on OpenSea too, like the royalties. I don't know, so. though, dude. The, the fees on VV are pretty bad, though. I'm not going to lie. But they're, I'm not going to mask that. <laughs> they're pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, but you're talking about outside of VV stuff too, though. Cause it's like oh, VV, there's fees everywhere, yeah. I mean, you well, can do OTC. VV, yeah, VV in app, though, is like 2.5%, which is pretty low for a marketplace fee. And uh, then there's... It's, it's the same as OpenSea. Well, yeah, it's the same. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. And 8% for like Disney or Marvel, which is the mm -hmm. highest. DC is only like 6.5%. So really it's like, that's less right off the bat there. The, the, the real fees, what is comes with cash out. That's, that's where you run into a lot of stuff, which will be mitigated by a uh, crypto payout. So anyways, that's my thoughts on that. Yes. It will be mitigated by crypto payout. The thing that you left out, which this is an, Okay, there's two things actually. One is buying gems, which you, if you buy off the web app, you're fine. But if you buy off of the mobile app, you got to pay that upfront 20, 30%. Uh, and, but that's to Google and to the. Uh, Don't use the that mobile store. app to buy gems. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But just saying, if you did buy that, you're down there. You're smart. And then the cash out fee 
is a percentage as well. So that's what really hurts. So like I just said, one, I don't use OpenSea as much as I use like Blur, which by the way, I'm going to talk about in a few minutes because we're getting OUP. free money next week. Getting OUP money. Re reduces those fees um, all across the board. Maybe. Um, oh, it does, it does. No, it, it, it does, it does. But what I, as of right now and, and in the past, like when you use a marketplace, I use OpenSea just because like that's the most like general one. 2.5% yeah. and then whatever the creator sets, usually the creator sets like 7%. So that, that's compatible with VV. That's about the same. The problem is tagging that extra 10% on cash out. Um, because brutal. then, it, yeah. Because I mean, at the end of the day, that's what, uh, 8.5 plus 2.5 plus 10. It's like 25% ish, mm, upwards mm, of 30%. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. On, I'm just, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just oh, like, okay. that's, <laughs> I was like, what do you I'm just like, with? I'm like, that uh, is too much. Don't do that. Much. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, then, especially if you had to have like a minimal, uh, they reduced that. Obviously, they're trying to get all this sorted, and I think right, they should. Right. But I'll just say it like it is. I think it's that, horrific right now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think you're it's right too about much. That. Um, there's no no there's no band-aiding that crypto payout fee for sure. Um yeah. it, but it, it's just funny people like say that it, it, or they they'll bring up the capital gains tax. I'm like, that's literally everything. Like you everything has a capital gains tax. You can't just like throw that in the fee, like VV fee and blame VV. That's literally NFTs as a whole. And uh, and as a matter of fact, other centralized marketplaces like um, they still have their payout fees as well. So, uh, anyways, you know, whoa, just, whoa, whoa, you know what doesn't have a capital gains tax? Uh, moving to a different country? No, being I'm so being small. It's like just my head. Like, uh, <laughs> you like small brands. You're like no, bro. Being <laughs> a uh, being a collector at heart, man. If, if you hold on to things, you don't got to pay a capital gains tax. Hey, that's true. That's facts in crypto. That's like widely known that you when you buy crypto if you're being intelligent you'd want to hold it so you don't have to pay you pay as least amount of taxes as possible not financial advice this is entertainment only <laughs> and if you never sell it then you never have to pay that capital gains tax Ooh, like yeah, that dr profit method right there, there you go man collector at heart can't um, lose if you don't sell <laughs> back to some of the alpha on that all that side note um so limit break super bowl ad gonna pump cause bags maybe uh we'll see oh and i got some alpha on top of that for you guys that are watching this this episode thank you so much shout out to all of you i don't know how many likes this has but if you haven't liked the video and you're watching right now please hit that like button to support the channel and support these videos um i'm gonna give some big alpha at the end of this remind me kyle so i don't forget or somebody in chat remind me uh blur airdrop is next week uh, this is big, Kyle. I got some big news on this. So Blur is an aggregator marketplace that I've been using for a while. It's it's actually absolutely beautiful. Um, actually, I'll pull it up for you. It'll take me like two seconds. Um, when I say it's an aggregator, you can actually like buy from other marketplaces while using Blur. And uh, so I use I use this quite often. Here, I'll pull it back up because I. It is. I'm gonna show you so, my my villain if you want to pull it up. I don't really care about it. So we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. No, I'll I'll pull it back up in a second. Thanks, bro. I, I just I just wanted to show you that like this is Blur, and so like if I wanted to buy like this pudgy penguin, uh, you can see at the top left how these say Blur, but if I scroll down, you see there's Open C one right there. So like on Blur, the floor is like 5.1, but on Open C, the floor is like 5.5. So sometimes you can trade arbitrage. Um, but then if you're, if you're, uh, some of them are blocked on OpenSea, 
So you know how I told you earlier that other platforms are going to tell you if things have been like stolen. This is what I was mm -hmm. talking about. It says this item can't be sold on OpenSea, which means that it was stolen and OpenSea flagged it. So you can buy it on Blur, but it tells you ahead of time that it's going to be it's going to be flagged. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But Blur also just has really good analytics. It shows you like sell sell analytics, and it's just really cool. So uh, all that to say, here's the alpha on that, and then we can pump Kyle's bags a little bit. Also, shout out to uh, Alex and Crypto. Thank you so much. Just became a YouTube member. I really appreciate you. I'm gonna hit you up after this video. Get you in the Discord. But um, back to Blur. The airdrop is next week, and I got big news, Kyle. I got big news. I was chilling on Twitter the other night, and I saw that Blur did a co-space the the founder of blur so if you did if you weren't watching for this you wouldn't even know his name is pac-man he's actually in one of the alpha groups that i'm in um he did a space with kucoin and so it's highly likely that blur token is going to be listed on kucoin and your boy right now has been working really diligently towards the airdrop so i got my airdrop number one it's, i just got like three tokens or three chests got my airdrop number two I don't know how I got this much on airdrop number two, but I got 15 rares. Um, and then I'm working on airdrop number three right now. I only have 13 points. So I'm going to be on the low end of this. So all of these chests contain tokens. So your boy's about to be rich next week. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know how much these are going to be worth. It could be worth like a penny. Um, but I'm getting something next week. I don't know what it is. Uh, so be looking out for that. Uh, it's going to be tradable on KuCoin. There will be a play for people that don't have this isn't my alpha. I have better alpha at the end. There, there will be a play for people that didn't do this because just like every airdrop token, it's going to fluctuate insanely. You know, now, as far as like predicting that play, that's that's on you. It's going to be it's going to go all over the place. Um, but if it's on KuCoin, that, you know, it might be a good opportunity. So. Do you want to show off your bags, Kyle? Uh, I already shared it. I got you, bro. I got you. What is this? Um, that's my villain right there. Dang, bro, he's ripped. Yeah, just like I actually me. do like that. If I took off my shirt, it, it looks similar. I'm actually a little bit more defined, though. I know. I, I've seen, bro. We went to California together. Yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa. You, <laughs> uh, you must have been peeping my, me, man. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. This is kind of cool. How did you end. unmask him? I just went to the website um, and unmasked, clicked on the mask button. Um, what is there just... a difference in floor between mass and unmasked villains? Yeah, I think it's like the best offer is like 0.18. Uh, I don't know. You have to click on the, or I'll click on it actually. Uh, let's see. So I guess the floor 0.22. So it's technically lower. Um, How is yours? Uh, what's the rarity on yours? Mine is. 386 out of 722 so about it's kind of like in the middle it looks yeah, really about, cool about mid pack yeah i mean these are pretty cool villains always are perform they always perform better than uh you know heroes typically in, in general in games so i don't know we'll, we'll see I, i'm curious to see where where this goes some of the villains are actually really cool like you can see the more rare ones where it's like a up close shot um like this dude right here like this is pretty sick just to uh, give a give a recap, we also got some lions in here, so that that's definitely Vault's gang. Thank you guys so much for stopping by, and Vault, thank you for for uh, stream rating us. I really appreciate it. Appreciate uh, that. Yeah. To give a little recap, right now is we're looking at Digi Daigaku villains. 
uh the villains are going or the digidaigaku is supposed to be a super bowl ad uh even though super bowl guy. banned crypto ads we're thinking that this still might slip through um but i i don't know it, it kind of gets sketchy or it kind of gets fishy on that i guess because it's like maybe the super bowl doesn't recognize it as a as a crypto um yeah i mean this it might be considered a game um i don't know if they'll have nft mechanism in the game like out of the gates i'm not sure how they they could definitely get around that i mean it web3 gaming might not be seen as detrimental as crypto because with the fallout of ftx the nfl doesn't want to be anywhere near crypto right now no no professional sport does even though ftx was sponsoring like the nba the mlb uh formula one racing they were all over the place um now these sports are probably like we don't want anything to do with crypto right now like any kind of crypto branding no no exchanges period but this is not an exchange this is just a a, a web3 game so i wanted to take a picture of the ftx stadium when i was in miami but i was so sick when i was there that it was kind of hard to get around and it was like 30 minutes away from the hotel i was staying at yeah this i mean look at this this is pretty sick this guy is a top 25 um collection hold or yeah top 25 nft in this collection but this is like cool if you've ever played like old games where you, you have like a giant like samurai sword and you're like facing a giant army i forget what that game was called by the way i used to watch my one of my best friends play it but this uh reminds me of that oh, kind of like character oh uh, uh, i know exactly what you're talking about there's just like so many people you'd fight with a sword um, yeah it was like a giant army and you would just like dynasty just, warriors dynasty yes, warriors yes 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 dude that game was oh, so much fun that that's what so this fun. reminds me of it gives yeah, that's me like an, that's an og vibe. game man i used to play that when i was a kid you would literally just like have a sword or like whatever yeah. you'd go up against like a whole army it was so fun just to like spam attack and stuff vault said he was talking about this earlier today too it'd be valuable if it works i mean i think gabe can pull it off man dude gabe uh gabe late is a laden is the man is yeah, the guy behind yeah. this uh huge connections in the web three and web two space uh very successful in web two already uh i guess his partner maybe his investor is uh i igor something igor, igor. he dropped the free nft.xyz marketplace and that's actually where digi dropped some of their stuff uh basically just between the two of them they're kind of a powerhouse man um so kaomi homie so knows what dynasty where he is yeah man it was a blast so I'm interested to just see like, like what wow. they do. I, I'll go ahead and give the alpha because I we got a little bit longer on stream, but like just so I don't forget because it does have to do with this. Uh, for everybody watching stream, you should be able to do this now uh, if you wanted to. And it's another free mint coming up, but obviously it's a uh, it's an auction style uh, whitelist selection. Not, uh, it's a whitelist selection, so it does require some luck. Uh, let me get there real quick. There's actually two. One of them I've already given, but the other one you need to check this out ASAP. Last time we said this, um, some people got it, some people didn't. Me and Kyle both got the Digigaigaku villains. And Kyle uh, held his, and you just saw what it looks like. And then he's probably going to participate in the ecosystem. I floored mine right away. It was free. I floored it for 0.55. Uh, I'm happy with that. And I will allocate those funds to other places. Uh, the next one coming up, well, besides dragons. Uh, Dragons is the Super Bowl commercial. So similar to Coinbase NFT last year, which was a complete disaster, uh, there's going to be a commercial, <laughs> hopefully, failure uh, with, with Digidaigaku Dragons, where there's a little QR code on screen. This isn't my alpha. And then you scan it, and you can get a free dragon, which 
you know, it's going to have some value there, of course. Uh, this is the alpha. Castaway number two is coming. Our ca Castaway uh, Gen 2 Island whitelist registration is now live. Uh, Igor Letterman, make sure it's the right Igor. Twitter. I'm pretty sure it's Igor. <laughs> Igor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Igor Lent Linterman. I'm so I used bad. To train, I used to try. I used to train MMA with a guy. He had the same name. Igor. Oh, gotcha. Um, a, but anyways, it's uh, it's a free NFT. It's going to be Gen Two Island for Castaways, which is also a game. Uh, just to give you an idea, I've already signed up for this. Uh, Wilson. But dude, like Castaways is already Wilson. like. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's like what's he saying? Uh, like Castaways already pretty already pretty valuable. <laughs> Uh, let me actually go ahead and pull that up. Ba basically, the cheapest castaway collection right right now is like one ETH or something like that. But they're like actually like <laughs> island and stuff is like fifteen ETH. Let me see. I'm, I'm just gonna look up castaway NFT. Um, Are you using Microsoft Explorer? I use this to stream, and that because I don't want like to, like the wrong thing to pop up, so I, it doesn't really oh, matter. Okay. Um, so these these are these are twenty ETH floor price. Um, these castaway castaway rafts. Uh, yeah, if you go to the website, they have like three or four assets right now, and all of them are insane. So the the rafts are twenty ETH floor price. The treasure chests, I think, are the cheapest. Oh, these are did, like point. Did you see so. Igor's account, dude? It, it's grown hundred and fifty k in like a week. So I know I, I I hosted Igor. Um, oh when, my god, it's I, so I, much. I hosted like him on <laughs> NFT on my Twitter Spaces when he had seven thousand followers and nobody knew him. And uh, so hopefully he's going to return the favor soon. I might or might not have I might messaged him and, and he said something about the future for our stream. So that'd be really I cool. Might add, I might add free to own in my handle and see what happens. <laughs> Dude, he, he, uh, he, we were talking about BTC NFTs. I'm going to get back to Castaway in a second. We we're talking about BTC NFTs uh, at the beginning. He actually inscribed the first 10,000 of his face on a BTC or no. <laughs> <laughs> he has a selfie on the BTC ordinal, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, Castaway Free Mint coming up. Um, you, all you have to do is follow the directions. Obviously, do everything at your own risk. If you're going to connect your wallet to things, don't take my word on it. Always use a burner wallet if you can. Um, I trust everything Igor does, uh, but if you, I don't expect everybody to trust him. So definitely use a burner wallet. And I guess you'll have to like retweet this or whatever. So do that. Yeah, the castaways are our cooks. The islands are two ETH. The other thing is 20 ETH. And I don't know what the other one is. So these, I don't really know exactly what these are going to play in the ecosystem. I just know it's going to be free because it's on free NFT.xyz, which is also an NFT that I own like five of. Uh, I think, or maybe I own like four. Uh, we should pull up a uh, Mochaverse. There's some a little bit of alpha around that too. The, one more thing while we're on uh, Igor and Gabe is I think the did the dragons close? No, you can still get this. So the the last thing before we move on from uh, Digi, uh, which is going to be the Super Bowl commercial, is that you can actually still register for the uh, dragons, which is going to be the next set. So there's heroes, superheroes, I think, villains, supervillains, potions, and then there's going to be dragons. Um, so dragons is you're going to scan the QR code to be able to get one, or you can enter this whitelist, which is extremely competitive. I think this is actually the most registered whitelist on of all time. Maybe uh, it was definitely on free NFT XYZ, something like that. Uh, I've already registered. They, of course. They've done a few. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, this will be extremely competitive. So if you somehow are able and lucky enough to get this, uh, just remember me and Chris, uh, you know, when you sell your dragon for like, you know, 5,000 ETH. Dude, I had just, some... Just remember us. I had somebody message me today and I'm I'm think I'm grateful that like people win off of like stuff that like I, I've like called out, obviously. But it was mm -hmm. funny. He said, here, I'll pull it up. He, he said that uh I don't know if you can see at the bottom right. He said, Hey, did you manage the Starbucks holiday stamp? He said, I watched your video way back when it was it got, uh went on and got selected and got it. Wanted to say thanks. It's a floor of fifteen hundred USD. <laughs> Dude, I made the video and I didn't act on it because like you had to do like these quests uh and you had to get selected. And I think Starbucks knew that I had a coffee shop. So they're like, I'm not selecting this guy. Uh but yeah, if you went and did that and got the stamp, uh it was worth it's worth fifteen hundred dollars. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> but it's also kind of funny because it's like, bro, I covered this and didn't act on it. That's hilarious. Um yeah, Mochaverse. We, we need to Mochaverse. talk about that, maybe. You got um, something, or you want me to pull up just the Twitter? Well, so they have what's called Realm Tickets. Um, so oh, yeah. it's kind of like Digi Daigaku-ish vibes going on there, uh, in the sense that they have a bunch of game projects that, that Mocha, uh, Animoca brands as a whole have invested in. And this is the official NFT collection from Mochaverse. So Mochaverse, they haven't minted their PFPs out just yet. There's only like 8,000 editions of these PFPs that are going to mint out, which are extremely going to be extremely hard to get uh, because they have reserved a thousand for employees, future employees. They've reserved in like collabs. They've reserved 3,000 for the community. And then the rest have been already like dispersed to, you know, partners, employee, uh, current employees and current like community members. Um, and kind of the only way to try to get one of these Mochaverse PFPs by Animoca Brands is you get a Realm ticket. And if you're lucky enough to have that Realm ticket, like get you in for the lottery to win one of those like super rare uh, Mochaverse PFPs, then you'll be able to mint one. But the Realm tickets are going for 0.0055E. So um, definitely something to watch out for. Animoca Brands has one of the made the big, it's like the most well-known VC in the entire Web3 space because they have a massive portfolio like i mean sandbox you're talking board ape yacht club you're talking about uh phantom galaxies and a bunch of other ip and brands that they've invested in uh in a major way um so yeah we could see some major partnerships come out of this and major collaborations like the sandbox and other metaverses where this uh pfp collection will play into bro i'm thinking about like the play here the Is place it yeah it's a play Go ahead, well, Chris. You want to talk about that? No. Well, I'm just saying the bet. Wait, what is 0.005 ETH right now? Hold on, let, Look, me, let me see. It that. said 9.89 USDC was it was in terms of the USDC. What's the floor price? Oh, so the the five offer five. is the offer is eight bucks. So wait, the offer is wait, type in another five there because it's like 0 0.055. But it's like uh, so nine. It's about nine okay, bucks. never mind. Yeah. I was about to say that the play would just be make offers, get them accepted, and then then. So Chris, it was it was um, last week around twenty five dollars. So those have dropped down to ten. Could be a play the there. Could be a play. <laughs> uh, too many tabs, bro. Okay, here it is. Um, yeah. Um, I wish you could bulk buy them, Six but like right, right now, there's no bulk listings. So there is like how much? So it shows one hundred thirteen thousand of these. Yeah. So these could go down a little bit more. Are they all on Polygon? Yeah, they're on Polygon, so like really no gas fee. Um, 
this could be interesting. This could be interesting to play to watch. Um, if you can make a good entry on this, not financial advice, you could uh, do well here. Treat it like a stock, if you will. Um, yeah. If they announce the uh, official mint date, that could send these uh, back up pretty, uh, pretty. You know, it could just send them back up a little bit. I'm just looking at some of the analytics. BB Ball um, says, "Kyle, does Animoca promote you? They contacted me, but the deal never got done." Um, so they, they, I do work with Animoca Brands. Um, it's in my media kit. Um, I, I basically they have an entire portfolio of things like I could work with them on. I, I'm kind of choosy which ones I like want to do. Um, it's not like I'm uh, always just shilling them. I've actually uh, known about Animoca for a very long time. Um, done a lot of videos or covered them before. You know, they quote unquote like worked with me, if you will. Um, I, and I'll, I'll always say if like I'm you know officially sponsored, but uh, I just kind of work with them on on like. Whoa, doing, whoa, like, whoa. Like, you better not be officially that. sponsored for this. We're, we're on my channel right now. I want to cut. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Animoca paid me fifteen hundred. Yeah, to, show, yeah, no, to no. be on this episode and to talk about it. <laughs> uh, so the reason why I, I say this is alpha is because how large Animoca has exposure to the entire Web three space. Cool Cats, Board Ape Yacht Club, the Sandbox. The Sandbox actually approached Animoca to do to do stuff with them. So that's kind of shows you how big Animoca, and they're also setting. The metaverse standards, which Star Atlas has went to and like also signed up for as well, is that they're actually setting standards for the metaverse. So kind of think of like the internet standards when the internet first got popped off. You know, what are these standards? What do we expect? Um, so Animoca is doing a lot and they're uh, the thought leaders in the metaverse space and when it turned in terms of Web3. Dude, I know the... Uh... Oh, one first off, SoCal with the uh, $5 super chat, smash the like button and share one. Thank you so much for the donation and thank you for the kind words. Definitely like this video if you're watching it right now. Um, I know one of the top five holders, uh, he, he's in MBHQ, which is an alpha group that I'm in. Um, so OpenSea does a really good job at now because I used to have to go read the contract to see top holders. But if you just go to the analytics and scroll down, you can actually see top holders. This is good to know because like if the team is holding back like 25% of the supply or something, like that's obviously a red flag. Uh, and it's good number to know four. like how many whales can dump on you. But uh, yeah, well, number four is the guy I know is Dingling. He's a, he's a, he's an MBHQ member. He's on Twitter. He's very active. He's holding 873 of these, bro. That's pretty nuts. But uh, yeah. top holder has 1.28% of the supply, which is this, this guy. Uh, I don't know. It's just really interesting to watch. I don't know why this person has so much of the supply. I don't even know where he has it. It's a, it doesn't, I guess, because it's on Polygon, it's not showing here. Maybe it's like on his like hidden or something like that. But um, yeah, it's just good to know like who all owns the supply and like if they're flippers or if they're the company itself or if those allocations or, you know, Kyle, this is probably Kyle for talking about it. He probably got like a thousand of them, but won't. And won't I wish too. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a small fish in the scheme of things, you know. They have much bigger, you know, VCs that actually have like ton, like obviously multi million dollars that invest into like Animoca or like their their brands or, you know, kind of stuff like that. But yeah, like if, I mean, you could go to uh, Animoca's website and just go to the about section and what their investment portfolio, and I mean, tons of projects they've invested in. 
uh, Alien Worlds, Atari, Aurori, Axie Infinity, Blocktopia, Chain Guardians, um, D Race, Dapper Labs, um, Rev Racing, which is like kind of a F1 Formula One type of deal. Um, just tons of games, and they keep investing in more. So, uh, Planet Mojo, that's going to be a fun game coming out pretty soon. I've been seeing a lot of hype around that game. Roboto games, they're doing uh, Web3 education to like the Japanese market. Um, man, they, they are everywhere. Heck yeah, man. So, this ticket, is it just like a lottery ticket to like possibly win one of those mints or does it do anything else? Yeah, that's that's well, the alpha as well. I got off a uh, AMA with Alan Lau, the chief business officer for Animoca Brands. And he was saying in that like AMA that it was like a webinar. Um, he was saying that these are kind of like the token access to the Mochaverse. So these will have a dual purpose. And he kind of was like, these are, somebody asked him like, will Animoca ever launch their own token? And he was kind of like, well, we have the realm tickets and I'll just leave it at that. And that's all he said. And I was like, dang. So this could have a lot of purpose in, in the entire quote unquote Mocha verse. So this is definitely something to watch out for. Not a lot of people will, will probably saw that webinar or caught that piece of alpha, but it was mm. something I, I caught and it, it made my ears perk up. And I was like, dang, this could be a big play for sure. Sweet. Something to I, watch out. I currently don't own any, but I might buy some. I don't know. I might wait. I, I think these will go down to like five or six bucks or something like that. We'll see. Um, kind of what happened with Phantom Galaxies with their with their kind of like free mints or whatever. When is the actual Not, like what, what's the next piece of the roadmap for Mochaverse? Like when's that happening? Full disclosure, I own one single round ticket. So whoa, just, you're trying to pump whoa. your one your one ticket, whoa, bro. Whoa, bro. You're trying to dump that one ticket on, on all to, of us. <laughs> I'm trying to damp it. No, uh just kidding. But no, the next phase, they haven't they've been kind of like just talking about how it's kind of gonna be like a DAO structure in a sense at first. So it'll be a lot of community voting direction where this goes. So the community is gonna have a major input in where things go if you have a Mochaverse like PFP. I'm sure realm ticket holders they'll also have somewhat of a say. Um, so if you're like excited about Animoca brands and like everything they're doing in the metaverse web three, web three metaverse, then this is something that might interest you. This could not do anything for you. You might just mm. look be looking at this like, I don't know, bro. I have but, one more piece of alpha before we conclude the stream. You got time for it, Kyle? I know you, I know you got you're on a sharp schedule today. Oh yeah. Alex and Crypto said it's weird you can't buy these tickets with ETH. That's because they're uh what polygon based. Yes. Well, and they're the price in USDC. Yeah, that too. So, um okay you can just swap I, in metamask i own one of these and i really don't know what the price is going to do because at the end of the day if cool cats fail this will absolutely fail but a lot of people don't know this these are cool cat fractures and so cool cats is like a blue chip on eth i okay some people consider it a blue chip some people it's don't. a blue chip it, 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 it's a blue okay chip. yeah it's a blue chip um, i consider it a blue chip so i'm with you the, the, the cats are like five ETH. um so these fractures are pretty cool i think Basically, what happened was Cool Cats dropped a collection called Cool Pets. Cool Pets weren't very PFPable, and honestly, they just kind of failed on several aspects. Um, and they're at a 0.13 cost. Apparently, these Cool Cat fractures are actually going to turn into like pretty cool PFPs. Uh, I don't have all the information at the, uh, for this because I didn't plan on talking about this. And again, I do own one. Um, 
but there's going to be less of these than cool pets and cool cats. Uh, matter of fact, I think it's already capped at 11.6 K whereas cool cat, cool pets were at 19 K. So like almost half the supply. Uh, and the reason for that is this actually was bad for whales, but it was good for everybody else is that you could have, it didn't matter how many cool cats or cool pets you had. You each one only got one fracture. Okay. So the fractures, this took me forever to like figure all this out. That's why I'm like telling you guys the full story on it. The fractures is going to be a game. The game you're going to, it's similar, not similar, but like, I guess the, the play to mint experience that Huga did is going to kind of be with these fractures, but it's not like actually going to be like a game like that. It's going to be more like a staking game and you participate in little quests and stuff like that. Now, at the end of the day, the more you participate, the higher rarity you can get. But there's a bit, the, the big but on this is that the big but. It, if you have if, if you have a cool cat and you've been participating and you have a cool pet and you've been participating, you have the edge. Like you're not gonna be like me, come out and buy one of these and be able to get a high rarity because you're not gonna have the edge. They didn't make this for non-holders to have the edge, kind of like Hugo, kind of let everybody whatever. So like that's a big, big bad part of it. And then also you can only do like one per you can only like work on one quest per wallet, I believe. I think that's how it worked out. But anyways, at the end of the day, less supply than the cool cats and the cool pets, or at least the cool pets for sure. Uh, supposed to be better PFPs than the cool pets, and right now they're at a they're at a similar price than the cool pets. To me, again, if cool cats fails, then these will fail. But to me, they should be higher than the cool pets than they are right now. Right now, there's like a 0.02 difference. To me, they should be kind of more in the middle between cool cool uh pets and cool cats but at the end of the day i'm new to this ecosystem so like i could be wrong uh, but i did do a good amount of due diligence before going into this because i've kind of been wanting like a, a second or third tier pfp project for a while and i always thought the cool cats were pretty well cool <laughs> and uh that sounded super lame but i, I thought the community <laughs> was i thought the community was really nice and the, lamp, lamp. The, the community has been really cool uh so anyways these aren't just little pencils and drawings. These are actually going to be a PFP project, and it's a very reasonable entry price. I, I Last thing I'll say about this, I didn't buy this for the flip. Um, I bought this to be a part of the ecosystem. Uh, so I mm -hmm. don't, and, and le, unless it's like, I mean, obviously if it jumped up like ridiculous amount, I'd be tempted to let go of it. But like, how many ETH? Like, wait, how, how many ETH? Two? Three? No, I'm not going to make a price. I'm not going to make a price prediction. Um, no, I mean, if, uh, before you'd flip it. Oh, before I'd flip it? Two? Oh, three? Dude, I don't know, man. I guess it depends on how attached I get to it. You know, yeah. like, I'm obviously not going to get, like, a rare, I don't think. I think you can get the one-on-ones, even if you're not, like, higher up. But if I got yeah. a one-on-one, it was, like, obviously, if it was, like, five to ten ETH, I would, I would sell that. Uh, just for the fracture itself, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would, like, go for not that crazy of amount, but I, I at the end of the day, I did buy to hold. I didn't buy to flip this, but I thought this was kind of cool the way that they they did this, and I just think a lot of people don't realize that this is actually going to be a PFP. Uh, I, I have some alpha, but I'm saving it for next next time, next stream. Oh, uh, you gonna do that to us? Yeah, bro, I'm gonna put you yeah. on the spot for that. Oh wait, where are you at? Where are you at? Ghosted. Oh, I rug pulled. Rug pull. Yeah. <laughs> You can check out my nice collectible. I have a uh, little bear bricks back here. And then I also have Tokidoki. This one doesn't get seen, doesn't get very much love, but we got a little dinosaur tennis shoe Tokidoki right here that I got at Decon. 
Um, pretty cool. Got a see-through tail. This guy, actually, Clem over at um, Big Shot Toys, he is, I guess, involved in the Noun Project. So he made these cool, like, glasses that are actually pinned. You can, like, pin it to stuff. So that that was really cool. You can see Big Shot Toys in there. Um, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Got a decon. You can kind of catch it back there. But, uh, oh, dude, I wanted that one so bad. <laughs> it's got a tennis shoe shoulder shoulder blades. Yeah, I thought it was pretty coming cool. out. Yeah, I like I cool. fidget with it a lot because it's so sharp. Like I don't really trust my daughters like messing around with it. Like I feel like this could like pure skin, man. It's like a <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's a mech, so it, it, yeah, it's a mecha. Sweet. Well, I think that's it. Thank you everybody for stopping by. Vault, if you're still here, thank you for the stream raid. I always appreciate it. SoCal, thank you for the donation and shouting out smash and like. Same to you, all, all chat gaming. Thank you for the donation. Alex, welcome to the YouTube membership. I will hit you up later, my dude. Thank you, everybody that was in chat. I hope you got some good information on this stream. This is the DJ and Dads podcast. We do this once a week, alternating channels. Next week, it will be on Kyle's channel. So if you're not subscribed to him, be sure to be subscribed to him. Anything left to say today? Yeah, I used to train in May. Bye. <laughs>